It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It's Monday morning. It's the start of a brand new week. And we're here to help you kick it off with encouragement and power. And we've got some good news you can use. That's right. Melissa's got the word for your day. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests, which are never an interruption. They're very much a part of our show. We've been praying all morning, so we're ready to keep that up. Let us know how we can pray for you. Also, we don't know you're here. That's right. We do not know you've come into the social media room or on our live unless you type in your chat box. So will you let us know where you're tuning in from today and let us know the answer to this very important question we need to know this morning. What is in your cup? That's right. We believe everybody deserves the good news of Jesus Christ and good coffee. And I mean good coffee, great coffee. You all should be drinking stuff that makes you happy. Right? <laughs> Life's too short to drink crummy coffee. Right. And so here we are. Yeah. Here we are. You got a visitor over your shoulder there. I see the visitor over my shoulder. Can you guys see the visitor over my shoulder? Do you guys want to see? I don't know if she'll pull too far because she's attached to the. Uh... Do you guys see that her behind me is a, is a, what do you call it? A nightlight. <laughs> well, it's an egg, but it's a nightlight. You can't really see it against the curtain. The curtains, okay. the sunshine's kind of. Right. Keeping it from that. There she is. There yeah. she is. Does she have a name yet? Um, I don't know. We can't call her Peggy, but but we could call her Peggy, but I don't know. So that is a wonderful gift. It's a chicken nightlight, and there's an egg in its behind me, and it lights up like a nightlight, <laughs> and I love it. And that is compliments of Warren, who is on this morning. Good morning, Brother buddy. Warren Kaufman in Kingsville, Missouri. We love you. We love the nightlight. Thank you so much for that. What an incredibly thoughtful gift. <laughs> it's fun. And good morning, to Robin, who is at home today because she has class. And Pastor Roger Randall has already had his coffee. He's drinking iced tea. And Pastor Richard Johnson says he's just drinking milk today. Just milk today. And Pastor Rick Grable says, good morning. He's drinking sweet tea. Mm, Good morning. And Pastor Angie, good to see you, Pastor (laughs) Angie. Good morning to you. We love you. It's the pastor show. It's the pastor's edition. I'm like at a conference or something. It's like an intervention, as my dad would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And today being his birthday. (laughs) Today is my daddy's birthday. He's celebrating in heaven with Jesus. But we have so many funny stories that we think about and that's one of them but good morning to each of you it's a glorious day it's a wonderful monday and we want to help you get your monday off to the to a great start not just a good start a great start for the day and for the week yeah you know i'm always encouraged by the story that your dad shared Uh, baylor talked about it yesterday because we were talking about driving through our neighborhood how we um we wave at people as we drive by you know in our neighborhood uh on the way out to to our house but uh, we don't know any of their names we don't know who they are we don't know anything about us they don't know anything about us uh, but they they wave and you know everybody's really friendly and i said it's really interesting i said why don't we sometime just pull off to the side of the road when they're out in their yard and just talk to people i don't think that's too weird or too creepy especially if they wave at you first you know but then Baylor reminded us about how your dad had a part of his testimony. Mm-hmm. Would you share just a little bit of that and to encourage somebody this morning? So my daddy didn't come to know the Lord until he was 60 years old. And the Lord allowed me to pray and intercede for my daddy's salvation um, for a couple years. And I was able to testify to my dad to the goodness of God. He was very receptive. We had wonderful conversation for quite a long time before he chose. And two weeks before he received received Christ, um, he had a dream, a vision in a dream. And I won't go into the whole dream, but at the end, as he wrapped up the dream, he said this, because he knew his need for Jesus. And he understood that it had to be personal. He couldn't live a relationship with Christ through me or Terry or through the kids or through anybody else. It's got to be personal. And he said, it's like this, Melissa, when I come to your house and visit you, And we all get out of the car and you see your neighbors across the street. You all wave and they wave back because they know you. But when I wave to your neighbors, they kind of raise their hand, but they don't wave back like they do when it's you because I don't really know them and they don't really know me. And I think it's time that I cross the street and meet the neighbors. (laughs) 
<laughs> and dad was saying it's time for me to meet Jesus personally. For it's time to, for, for me him to, to introduce himself and meet him and yeah, come uh, to the Lord. And and he did. And he did. Two weeks later, my dad received Christ <laughs> and a glorious testimony. But it's true. Sometimes you guys, um, not just talking about our spiritual life with Jesus. Sometimes we need to slow down and take time to meet our neighbors yeah. and then introduce them to our Jesus. What about that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <clears throat> that's good. Angie says she doesn't have a cup today, but Saturday was her birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. Pastor Angie. We love you. Happy birthday. And we honor you and we honor the call on your life. We're so excited that you're about to be ordained. And while you're working so hard to get all of your classes accomplished, please know how much you're loved and appreciated, not just in the kingdom of God, but by us personally. We love you so much. Happy birthday. That's Angie. right. That's right. And may, may God make this last transitional step so easy for you yeah. that you just know it's absolutely him. Amen. Amen. That's beautiful. Amen. Amen. Good job. Amen. Happy birthday. <clears throat> Janice, good morning in Spring, Texas. She's drinking Remedy Organics Berry Immunity in her cup this morning. Super healthy. Hopefully it's tasty too. Yeah. And Pastor Roger says, Terry, on your opening slate, are you saving Melissa from the bad guy with the dynamite? Hey, that thanks was for noticing. That, yeah. He loves his cartoons, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, <laughs> actually that idea was kind of funny because it's, uh, you know, we always think of like... Uh, Snidely Whiplash, you know, from the old cartoons. No, we and, don't all always and think Dick of that. Dick Dastardly and uh, <laughs> Muttley and all that stuff, you know. So, yeah, I, I like those kind of things. But, um, but yeah, so Sunday was National Wife Appreciation Day. So, Monday, I'm saving her from the villain with the dynamite. Oh, thank you, you honey. Go. And I did Every feel day. appreciated yesterday. And I feel appreciated most days. Thank you very much. Yeah, also, Terry welcome. made coffee this morning. That's and it's good, good it's good coffee he made. We'll talk about that in just a minute after I welcome MK. Good morning, MK. Good She's morning. in Shelbyville. She's having water in her cup this morning, but she might have a nice coffee later. That sounds good. I think I will too. <laughs> this morning we are drinking. Are we about done? Is it gone? Yeah. Oh, we didn't bring the bag in here. It's okay. We I like showing the bag. bag. This is the Daring Delight, which is the coconut caramel coffee from Bones Coffee Company. This is the one in um, celebration of the Indiana Jones movie, which we watched over the weekend. Have you guys watched that? Super sad. Um, but anyway, the coffee's great. Um, I absolutely love this coffee. Super smooth, but the flavor is so good. I cannot get enough of it. It is real good. So I really like it. And Terry, you did a good job making it this morning. I just put the water in the pot and cleaned. I didn't use a, I used a clean filter. How about that? You also ground the beans. Yeah. Spoke yeah. kindly over them. <laughs> maybe, maybe spoke a little love. Maybe you prayed a little bit. I don't Drink know. A little, little, but it's uh, good. Magic in there. So thank you for making the coffee this morning. I appreciate that very much. And I made something this morning too, and it's in there rising. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got bread going this morning. Terry appreciated me this weekend by buying me a bread machine. I've been trying to make homemade bread and it's not been going really well. Like I'm struggling with, I don't know. Anyways, over kneading, under kneading, not letting it rise enough, using the wrong kind of yeast. I don't know. Self-rising flour versus regular right, flour. Right. I've been struggling. And There's a lot so, of stuff. And goes so into that. I, Terry's been listening to me and we found an incredible deal at Aldi, no less, on a bread machine. And so we got it and I've already made one loaf and it turned out pretty good. And now we're making, another, lo I'm making another loaf this morning. Yeah, it was good. Okay. So um, Warren says, I tried one of those Highland Grog type coffees. I need to stick to coffee that just tastes like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, not for that's everybody, all right, right, Warren. That's okay, buddy. No problem. No problem. But hey, if you guys do want to try some bones, you can go to the goodmorningshow.tv, click on the link for bones coffee. Make sure at the checkout of your bones coffee that you put in TGM show TV to get 20% off. You can pick your own flavors. They have all kinds of fun flavors. And if you're unsure what to try, give me a little message and I'll tell you what to try and what to stay away from. How about that? Fair enough. It's good. All right. What do you think? 
I think it's good. I think it's good. I think I think you're right, uh, Warren. There are certain types of coffees that some people like, some don't. Uh, we've talked about the Michigan Cherry. It's not for everybody either. Mm-mm. But, uh, you know, you find something you like and then just stick with that. That's yeah. always a good thing. Sometimes I um, get a flavor and I'm like, wow, it tastes amazing. And then sometimes I get the same flavor and it's just a little different the second time or the third time or whatever. And our Highland Grog was like that this yeah. time, wasn't it? <laughs> Roger <laughs> Bread is like the sun. It rises in yeast and sets in the waste. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Except for, uh, I don't think mine rises as far as it's supposed to. Well, it sure sets well. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't rise well. Roger, uh, you're going to appreciate the uh, the National Day calendar uh, events. Uh, not necessarily today's. I mean, today's is good, but tomorrow as well. There's a, an interesting one. I, I thought of you this morning as I was kind of investigating it out. So oh you'll boy. you'll find out about it and how it relates to his, uh, well, mostly his profile picture there. But, ah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So anyway. All right. Very yeah. good. So what else is going on this Monday morning? You guys, you have a whole week ahead of you. What does your week look like? Do you have something special planned? Are you maybe on a vacation? I've got some friends that are cruising in Alaska right now. Mm. There are people who are doing things all over. I want to know what you people are doing. What's yeah. going on in your world? Yeah. Angie says that bread machines are awesome. Thank you. I know all the way in just one and a half loaf in, and I'm thinking these things should have been in my kitchen all along. I really dig this. I had one back in the 90s, and that's kind of what probably started the conversation conversation early yeah. on because it, 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 there's uh it's hard being a pioneer woman especially if you're a man and so yeah. i had a bre- bread maker and i loved it yeah. uh, i loved all the different types of bread that you can make and all the creative recipes that you can come up with and there's so many more now I mean, oh man and pinterest is amazing for those things yeah. by the way um although ours came with a great instructional recipe book that has like 21 different recipes in there already out of the 21 that you've read so far what is probably one of the the main ones that you're excited to get to try the one we're trying today oh awesome yeah this okay. is, it's just sweet bread it's like it's like a hawaiian loaf yeah you oh. know hawaiian sweet bread yeah. yeah maybe i don't know i tweaked it because you know me i can't leave things alone hawaiian I have sweet to... bread that has a lot of uses uh but so does uh, lemon cake i mean you know right that's a communion joke there, folks. It might be an inside communion joke. When <laughs> we decided, someone else decided we were going to have communion at River City on a particular night, which was a like a community service. It wasn't and us, they, to be they clear. They forgot to tell the pastor to make sure there were elements for communion. <laughs> and the only thing I had to go with our grape juice was lemon cake. So we took lemon cake for communion. Well, well <laughs> it's, that was good. You it know, I didn't, I didn't, and I still don't feel badly about that. It just, it helps when it tastes good to see that the Lord is good. That scripture makes sense. It also... When it's styrofoam, no thanks. It also made for great conversation. Yeah, it did. It did, for sure. That was fun. Yeah. So Robin says, hey, hold the phone. Stop the broadcast. My little sister's fine. <laughs> Hi, Candace. Oh. Good morning. Always I love you that. so much. This is what's going on in her week. My nephews have football and baseball, freshman football and baseball games tonight. Wow, wow. And I love you and I miss you. And there is something that is super, super hard about living in Kentucky. It's just literally one thing. Are you ready? It's that I don't get to live next to my little sister. I miss, <laughs> I miss you so much. I miss you. And I'm super glad that you're on this morning. So my uh, nephew, Kale, is a freshman at our alma mater, Shawnee Heights High School in Tecumseh, Kansas. And he is playing football. And so he's got a game tonight. And then a little bitty Lakin, our little Lakin, my nephew, is playing baseball, which makes his Aunt Mimi super happy because I love baseball. Thanks, Candace. It's so good to see you on. Robin says, a quick prayer request. We are selling our timeshare and have to get ri- get all the paperwork signed and notarized this afternoon. Please pray that it is quick and hassle-free. Lord, we Amen. thank you for rest and vacation. We thank you when you provide for us and we thank you when you're allowing us to provide for others. Will you help this sale go smoothly? Paperwork all, notary all go well today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Skip to the bottom. Oh, Roger says he misses Iwig chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Iwig milk was the best, right? Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream flavors. Well, what was it? Uh, Their ice cream was their homemade ice cream was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And there was the milk, the orange milk. I like the root beer. I like the cookies and cream. Crazy tastes, some flavors. It was good. 
Hi, Tim. Good morning, Tim Cox from Elizabethtown. Actually, they're from, where were we almost by the house? Um, yeah. What's the little town? Yeah, yep, yep. That's where they live. I, it escapes my mind just right now. That's great. We almost lived there, and now we don't even remember the name of the town. <laughs> Old age. Uh-oh. Angie says, this week is way too busy at work and personal life. Yeah, we got to be so careful not to be overly busy, don't we? And Mary yeah. Kay says, lemon cake was good. I'm thinking it should be a tradition. I for like that too. Lemon cake for communion. Uh, yeah. My sister says, I miss you always. I miss you too. So, yeah. um, Tim, what was different but good? What was different but good? He said different but good. What were we talking? Vine Grove! Maybe, there it is. Vine Grove is the name of the, the town where they live. Yeah. I think he might have been talking about the Highland Grog coffee, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe. some kind of bread or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. Robin's saying a hi there and hello to Tim. And we are happy to have Tim on. Tim's on Facebook watching our live stream. And Robin's on um, YouTube watching our live stream. And so you guys can't always see each other's comments. Although Robin on YouTube can probably see Tim's comments because Facebook is you usually viewable on YouTube. So if you want to know the best watching experience for the Good Morning Show live stream, go to YouTube because you can see everything. Otherwise, you're only just limited on Facebook to what that particular uh, channel uh, page is showing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Ah, that's it. Tim, Tim, he said lemon cake for communion's a keeper. He's the one, you're the one, Tim, that said it was really good with the grape juice, that the grape juice and lemon cake (laughs) added to one another. That's right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So the little town that Tim and Tatum live in is a really cool little place. Um, Terry and I put an offer on a home and we actually had a contract. It fell out during inspection, which broke our heart because it was a very cool homestead, really cool property. Already had barn, chicken house, all that kind of stuff. And so I was super sad about that. But the house had some a, a couple major issues that were not okay. Yeah. But not, not just cosmetic, but foundational. Yeah. And so I'm sad we weren't able to live there, but it's a really cool place. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. well, you guys have, it sounds like you guys have a lot going on this week. I love that. Football games, baseball games, unleavened lemon cake. What? Is that a lemon cookie? Unleavened lemon cake is a lemon cookie. <laughs> oh, Pastor Roger, you're so funny. Oh, you can't. Janice says you can't see Facebook anymore on YouTube. What a uh, bummer. Yeah. It might have been since we changed over the platforms. That might have been a Restream mm-hmm. um, company thing. And now that we're not using Restream. You guys, we will do our best to post your comments up so you can all see everything from everyone. That's, because I don't want you guys to it. miss your people. I love that you guys come here together for community. So that's good. Yeah. So what do yeah. we have on the agenda today? Well, let's see. Um, on our calendar for today, how about this one? Let's start out with this because this is fun. It's good. It's honorable, actually. And uh, maybe you know somebody who has served. I do. Yes. Who, yes, you do. Uh, today is uh, the uh, Air Force's birthday. Happy September. birthday yeah, to the out. United right States Air Force. Yep. The Air Force's birthday on September 18th commemorates the establishment of the United States Air Force. Um, almost from the moment the Wright brothers found a way to soar with the birds, the military incorporated aeronautical pursuits into their missions. However, the Air Force didn't become a separate branch of the armed forces until September 18th, 1947. Wow. Yeah. And the military established the Signal Corps as the first aeronautical force in the United States. And during the Civil War, the first missions provided visual communications uh, with flags and torchlights from aerial balloons. And uh, even though the Signal Corps didn't become an official branch of the Army until 1863. However, its creation made way for a more aeronautical training and study. And on September 18th, 1947, President Truman signed the National Security Act on board the first Air Force One, a VC-54C. And this restructured the United States military and intelligence agencies in the aftermath of World War II. And as a result of pursuing this advanced technology and superior airmen, the U.S. Air Force emerged as the swiftest tactical force ready to deploy anywhere at a moment's notice. And on September 18th, we celebrate the airmen and women who are on watch every day in our Air Force, Air Force Reserves, and Air National Guard. We salute you on this special day. Thank you so much for your incredible service to our country, United States Air Force.
That's we right. love you. That's it. Amen. So, so your brother. My brother was yes. a crewman. I had two uncles, my uncle Rex mm-hmm. and my uncle Larry, who were both mm-hmm. Air Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was awesome. And Robin says Otis started his military career as a protective coding specialist in the Air Force. Oh, really? Well, happy birthday, U.S. Air Force. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. That is amazing. So how do you celebrate this day? You thank someone for their service. You can also uh, use, there's a hashtag for uh, social media. Media, hashtag Air Force birthday and um, tell a story about your favorite Air Force person uh, in your family or someone that you know. So, yeah, it's also National Cheeseburger Day. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. That is a double cheeseburger on there, but uh, that was double cheeseburger day. That was a few days ago. We celebrated National Double Cheeseburger Day. But today's food holiday is the lighter version with only a single stack. And uh, yet it still earns its own celebration. I thought it was interesting, the story about how they think that the cheeseburger evolved, dating back to only the 1920s. I'm sure somebody put cheese on meat long before this, but according to history, one story suggests that Lionel Sternberger invented the cheeseburger in 1926 while working at his father's Pasadena, California sandwich shop called The Right Spot, R-I-T-E. And during an experiment, he dropped a slice of American cheese on a sizzling hamburger. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. However, like a lot of iconic foods, many people in restaurants claim the origin story. For example, a restaurant in Los Angeles uh, placed the cheeseburger on their menu in 1928, came smothered with chili, all for the price of a quarter. Whoa. Kalen's Restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky, claims they invented the cheeseburger in 1934. And one record that gives the Humpty Dumpty drive-in in Denver, Colorado bragging rights is the trademark they received in 1935 for the name Cheeseburger. And another who applied for a trademark of that word was Gus Belt, the founder of Steak and Shake. Sometime in the 30s, he applied for the trademark. And despite all these claims, a couple things are for sure. The cheeseburger checks all the marks for satisfying a craving, and the cheeseburger isn't going anywhere. Well, well. So I, go get yourself a cheeseburger. Um, I had a really good cheeseburger this weekend made yeah, by you. Uh, you grilled burgers. He loves to grill, and he's very good at it. And yeah. we had incredible cheeseburgers this weekend. I was super happy about that with the perfect slice of cheddar, um, homemade pickles, homemade made canned pickles mm-hmm. and um, tomatoes out of the garden. Let me tell you, it was a good burger. Well, it looked really good. I uh, had brats, and so I love bratwurst, and so I, I let you and, and Baylor indulge in the cheeseburgers, and I thought it was great uh, watching y'all eat them and enjoying I, them. That's the part, best part of cooking. Sometimes not just how it tastes, but how it makes other people feel when they eat it, especially when it's a good feeling. Well, <laughs> I also like when the grill gets fired up. Everybody can have what they like. Mm. Everybody can have what they want, you know? True, That's, true. So I love true. that. This is good. This is good. Yeah. When we do some cooking on the stovetop, I don't usually make more than one meat. You know, it's usually just one rest, one uh, menu, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. Tim but. says that people don't appreciate the sacrifices a lot of times that the armed forces make. And so this is another type, uh, a type of reminder for us to be able to do that. I would agree. I would day. agree. I especially think the, the longer time goes, the less we're appreciative, yeah, uh, yeah. Tim. So we do honor and bless Absolutely. those that have made sacrifices Absolutely. for the safety and the freedoms of our country. We're Mm -hmm. grateful. And as always, we always say, if we're not going to be with you tomorrow, we'll share uh, tomorrow's national day, but we'll do that in a little while. Mm -hmm. But first, we've got something that's popped up here that we need to do. Pastor Angie says, pray for my daughter-in-law, Taylor. She had major surgery this morning. So Lord, we thank you for Taylor's life. We thank you that you're a healing God and you know her need. You know her frame. You know her body. And so, Father, we're praying right now as the great physician, you would heal her totally, wholly, and completely. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and believe for Taylor's healing. Amen. Amen. Pastor Roger says, not just the soldiers, but the families that sacrifice very much. That is the truth. It is a big sacrifice for families of of enlisted and uh, are are people who are employed and, and useful in services. Yeah. Yeah. Tim says is the reason he likes grilling and smoking is for the enjoyment of others' taste buds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. guys are really good at fulfilling that. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. I, I love it. In fact, it makes me want you to fire up the grill again. Well, Tim mentioned a, a, a smoker that usually starts going on sale this year at the end of the season. And I think it was Lexington Pit Boss or something like that. I hadn't checked it out or anything, but uh, maybe you can send me some more information in a text oh, message, Tim, just to, just to 
just to see what it's all about. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just window shopping. That's yeah. all. Right. Yeah. I get it. I yeah. hear that. I window yeah. shop a lot. Yeah. For I've been sure. window shopping a free arm machine for a long time. So I get <laughs> An that. embroidery machine. Yeah. I get it. Well, I understand. You guys, it's Monday. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Here we are just chatting away and we forgot to welcome you and shout out a hey, hi there and hello. We love you so much. And to our podcast listeners, we may not see you and you probably never see us, but we are so appreciative that you listen. You take your time, you choose your content, and you've chosen to listen to us. And we're super grateful. So we bless you in Jesus name. And we thank you. Some very special podcast listeners are the Shelbyville Postal Workers here in the 40065. They like to listen to podcasts in the morning when they sort the mail. And we're grateful that they do. Also, we love Karen over at, um, tell me the name because I Cake forgot. Cake and Candy C- Supply. Cake and Candy Supply. I don't know why I always get that confused in my mind. Cake and Candy Supply here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. She takes care of all your home baking and decorating needs. That's awesome. So thank you, podcast thank you, listeners. Thank you. Yes. Also, if you're just jumping in on social media, welcome. And if you wonder what you've come across... It's a good question, really, honestly. (laughs) Actually, we're here to encourage you and love you in the name of Jesus by his word and prayer. And hopefully his spirit is touching you as we're all talking together this morning. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. You're welcome, Angie. We love you. For sure. We love you. Yeah, yeah. As we always say in the opener, you know, it's never, uh, never an interruption. No. If you've got a prayer request. No. Nope. I mean, you know, we could be talking about the craziest, stupidest, silliest things on the planet. And you're like, oh, this isn't a good time to interject with a prayer it request. Is. But it is. It is a good okay? time. So you can always, always interrupt with a uh, right. prayer request. That's right. We want to pray with you and yeah. for you. It also brings encouragement to us when we bring Jesus into the situation. You know that? We can faunch and fidget and think and fume and be anxiety ridden and concerned and worried over a lot of things in life. But the moment we bring Jesus into the situation, all of that changes. And so what we do is we bring these issues to the Lord and we say, Lord, we don't know what to do. We need to, we need your help. We trust you for help. We trust you for a good answer, a right answer in your time. And it brings us peace and it brings us joy Yeah, it does. in the midst of trial. And so that's, that's what we want to help you with. It's encouraging. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, if you missed episode number 153, that was our last <laughs> our last show, was a Saturday morning setup. Um, we had the word for your day from Proverbs 16, uh, verses 2 through 3. That's Peggy the chicken on the hat there, Roger. Uh, let's see. Peggy also, the chicken patch. Yes. Uh, our coffee of the day was Baxter's Blend from Baxter's Coffee Company in Somerset, Kentucky. We talked about basic training baptisms that have occurred over this last summer. A hundred and, Over 150 soldiers were baptized. Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and uh, had a, a special news you can use segment story on that. And uh, so, yeah, military's finding its way into all of our stuff. Uh, this is good. Amen. Um, also, uh, we had two jokes of the day, not just one, yeah. but two. Yeah, well, we jokes haven't done one for a while, so it, yep. it was good to have two. They were both very funny, too. Beehives and antennas, in case you're interested. Go check it out. That's right. You can find this and all of our previous episodes, including episode 153 and 154 today, on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the blog link. You'll find all the previous shows there. Open those up. You'll find show notes with links and photos and all kinds of crazy stuff to have uh, everything you need right there at your fingertips on thegoodmorningshow.tv. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> I often have chicken on my mind, too. Yeah. <laughs> Usually breaded, though, right? <clears throat> I love my chickens. Um, I love them very much. I love that soon enough they will be keeping us in eggs for days, and I'm All excited right. about that. Uh, but I've also come to love them personally and individually and because we have so many, it's hard to get to know all their personalities, but we're working through that and really trying to do yeah. that. So he yeah. likes it with a biscuit. He likes it with a biscuit. There it is. Chicken yep. and a biscuit. Yeah, we applaud that. Uh, I, I support that one there. So There you go. Tim is is telling you the virtues of a smoker. You can do mm-hmm. a lot with a smoker. You can with a you grill. You can grill, smoke, smoke bake. bake, and so much more. Yeah, give me a call so you can let me know on uh, what yeah. all kinds of stuff there is. Yeah. Wood pellets and uh, there's but all kinds But you know, you can smoke things other than meat, which I love meat, but you can smoke cheeses oh. and nuts. Mac and cheese like uh, the jerseys oh, do. Oh, I forgot mm. about that one. Hey. Yeah. 
This yep. may be a good purchase for all of us. <laughs> yep. Well, that's good. That's good. How about a little word for our day? And then we'll uh, we'll dip into some news you can use I'd that I think to. you're going to enjoy. Yeah. And then we've got tomorrow's uh, National Day calendar uh, event that I think everybody could participate in as well. So yeah, that sounds be good. great. Today is September the 18th, 2023. And so I have opened the book of Proverbs to the 18th chapter. Proverbs has 31 chapters and there's typically 30 year 31 days in a month so if you never know where to open your bible check out the chapter that coincides with the date and so today out of proverbs 18 we're landing in 21 this is a verse we all know this is a verse we all talk about and we have talked about it a lot here and this verse in proverbs 18 and 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit you guys know that we can really release life in living positive words, words that are biblical, words that are truth from the Lord and his word. And we can also release the opposite death into a situation. We can cause people to be distracted, discouraged, to feel like failures. We can do that not with our just our children or our spouses or people in our home, but everywhere we go in every situation, um, you know, we can choose what comes out of our mouth. And typically what comes out of our mouth, the Bible says, is an overflow of what is in our heart. And so you can really tell a lot by someone by the words that they use. You can change not only other people's situations by the words that you choose to speak, but you can also change your own heart and mind. Did you know that? And in Proverbs 18 and 21, not only do we see that power comes from the words that we use, not just a little power, we're talking about the power of life and death, life and death, not just encouragement and discouragement, life and death, which leads me to Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17 says this, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. What does that mean? Why would I connect these two verses? I'll tell you why. If you are speaking the words of Jesus, if you are repeating the word of the word, if you're repeating the Bible and the concepts of truth and love, you are also talking yourself into faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. If you're speaking the word of Christ, you hear that with your own ears and you're increasing your own faith. Who doesn't want a faith lift? Come on, who doesn't want to be more faithful to Jesus, to have more faith in him who has, who has the answer for everything. If we begin to speak his word over and over, and right now you're hearing his word, I hope that faith is coming to you. But if I decide to say something negative or distracting or downtrodden, or even something that's hateful or mean or coming out of a spiteful heart, it's going to bring you down. There's life in words of life and there is death in anything else. And it's either one or the other. And so out of these two tiny verses, we can see how important it is for us to pause and think before we speak, or even pause and pray before we speak and ask the Lord, is this edifying? Is this glorifying to you and edifying to the body? Is this going to help those around me? Or is this just going to bring death? We need to slow down. And I am one that needs to hear this because I tend to go a million mile an hour in my brain and my mouth often works real hard to keep up. We need to slow down and make sure that what we're releasing is life-giving. I see um, my child do something that's distracting or, or disturbing and uh, quickly my mouth shoots out something that's not encouraging and it makes the bad situation worse. Or if I pause and pray, I may be able to be uplifting by the truth in the word of God and make a bad situation good. We can change the atmosphere of a situation with our words because we carry the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us when we are believers in relationship with Jesus. If we, by the Holy Spirit, release the word of God perfectly timed into any situation, we can change the atmosphere from unholy and unruly and chaotic into a kingdom of God. Holy, encouraging, restful, full of peace, 
We can change that with our words. We need the Holy Spirit and we need the Word of God to do that. But it is so important that we understand it's not just a little bit of power that you wield in your mouth. In James, it says that the tongue is so powerful, it is like a teeny tiny rudder that steers a humongous ship. It is a very small piece that steers the entire boat. Our tongue steers and governs our mind and our spirit and our body. And it can also change the situation of any atmosphere we're in. You guys, there's a lot of power in our words. And we need to be aware of that. We need to ask the Lord. In fact, let's do that right now. Lord, make us more aware of our words. Make us more aware of what we're saying. Slow us down to help us take every thought captive that what we would speak would be honoring and glorifying to you and edifying to everyone around us. We want to help by the word, by truth, and by the spirit. We don't want to tear people down with our words because we weren't thinking or because we weren't caring. Lord, we want to be loving and compassionate unto others the way you are to us. So Lord, we ask for your help. Help us be aware of our words, aware of our thoughts. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, recently I've... uh had some conversations about that taking every thought captive like you're talking about and um i read i read something maybe this will help somebody i read about uh, how you uh, this reference for taking thoughts captive is actually like a bouncer in a bar and someone's being disruptive in the place and the bouncer actually physically grabs a hold of this this person this patron and they throw them out and like in the movies and the tv shows and stay out mm. is always followed by that we have to do that we have to we can be almost mentally violently aggressive against this thought saying this is not from the lord mm. this is from the enemy this is this is an unwanted patron in this place because they're stirring up stuff in my mind that they should not be and you got to go well, and stay out you know as you're saying that we realize and if you don't realize it's important to know that the battle in our good and evil in our life when the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy he's coming here he's interjecting thoughts and we have to pause and say hold on who authored this thought that's right is it from jesus Mm -hmm. is it from his word and his truth yep is it from me or is it coming from is it from the enemy and some people can say stuff to us that is a platform from the enemy we're hearing negative words what thought that we're knocking around in our brain, where is it coming from? Yeah. And we need to know that this is the battleground. And our why are we allowing it to stay? Why are we allowing it to stay? Yeah. We have to ask ourselves that too. That's really good. Yeah. Good thought. Yeah, that's good. good I, I love the up. word like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's look it up. Second Corinthians 10.5, Roger Randall suggesting here that fits in with what we're talking about today. Well, let's see. And while you're looking that up, Tim's still talking about all the stuff you can smoke, cornbread, beans, oh. pies, cakes, what? spices. He says he's hey. kind of passionate about it and because you can set it and forget it, right? Kind of <laughs> like the bread maker. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he says you can also uh, smoke bacon, bologna, just about anything. I remember when Second he Second Corinthians 10.5, we are destroying speculation and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of christ hallelujah amen yep there's pastor roger backing up what we're saying with the word of god hallelujah he says battles are won or lost in the arena of your mind that's the truth yeah it's the truth yeah that's so good Mm -hmm. you guys yeah what a good morning that's good i love starting off our morning with you on monday (laughs) i love starting off the week with you on monday it's awesome now do you guys think that the week begins on monday or sunday i always started on sunday I don't know why I tend to think um, that it's a like a Monday beginning. Um, well, a lot of Sunday. calendars are set up with Monday first. Well, and and, and that's been a tradition in the past. But I like the ones that are Sunday first. Yeah, because you get you get fire and you get fed and you get because you know and gives you all the stuff you need to get into That's the week. That's a good question. Well, I'll tell you something. I absolutely love Sunday in the, in the Word and the Lord and in the family of God. I love spending our time together. And we sure had a humdinger yesterday. Man, did we. Yeah. The Lord was so present, so near, moving so mightily, showing us fruit, really fruit, mm-hmm. that we sometimes forget about. Yeah. 
And yeah. oh man, he was saying so much yesterday. It was really a glorious day, not just in the service, but after the service as we ministered to the community. Yeah, um, the grocery gave away. Wow, it was great. It was really fabulous, and everybody was ministering and loving. And it was like it was some. It was really a sight to behold to stand back as a pastor and look at all the people ministering mm-hmm. um, in different areas. It was just glorious. Yeah, when I walked in after having a, a chat out by the uh, front doors as people were leaving, I was coming back into the main sanctuary area, and I was like seeing all the kids running around and getting food, and everybody talking at different tables. And we had uh, the one couple uh, that came that were actually homeless a year ago that were sleeping About on our front step. About a year and a step. half ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they and she was pregnant at the time and they came in with their new baby. And so it was a beautiful blessing. It was awesome. Yeah, you know, to see that and to see how the Lord's helping them. And uh, so that's really good. Yeah, it yeah. was a great day. It was just a great day all the way around. Yeah, Roger says because it was the first week day of school, kind of thought Monday was the first day as a kid. I think that's kind of why I think that as well, yeah. Roger. I think I, think I agree right. with that. Day of work for a lot of people, first day back at work, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But sure. I But I like Sunday as the time where we can get recharged, re-energized, and you come to, to church and, and hear a good word that just invigorates you and prepares yeah. you for the week, you know. So. Tim says Sunday you get fired up for the week, and then Wednesday you get fired up to finish out the week. Amen. Go. That's See? a good thought. I'm telling you, man, that's there's something, thought. there's a good theory in there. I love that yep. and what if we just live fired up every day yeah i'd love yeah. that too yep. daily bread Woo! yeah speaking of daily bread i can i can almost smell it from the other room in i don't there. think i smell it yet well i think it's I probably said, still rising almost almost <laughs> almost that's hopeful yeah oh you just hopeful. almost did an asmr thing there yeah did i <laughs> you and your asmr stuff oh okay sorry no uh, it makes me think of that smr ducks SMR, MR not ducks. SMR, SMR two. Okay, so using uh, letters instead of words. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, We talked about, you know, we got chickens and we talked about getting ducks as well. I got to tell you something. Ducks are a lot of work. Yeah. You got to have like, you got to have like a little pond or a pool or something for them, you know, because they're water animals and, um, but they muck it up real quick. And so you got to clean it out a lot. And I'm just like, that's a lot of work. So let's just stick with the chicks. I read something somewhere too. They like to lay their eggs in sand. Or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. The people were talking about you can, you know, do a little sandbox for your ducks. Oh, I didn't know that. But, you know, I do. Uh, uh, there's a lot of folks that say duck eggs are better or tastier than mm. chicken eggs. I think they yield more. They're a little larger egg. I too. don't know. I don't know the, I mean, I don't know either way. I'm yep. not sure I've really indulged in a duck egg. But yeah. either way, I don't believe we will be. Them fancy places, they'll offer a duck egg on their uh, menus. We don't get to many of those fancy places. We don't go to But fancy I've seen places. them before. I want, I want to think that we're fancy people, but we are not. <laughs> hey, you can fancy up just about anything that you would be a normal day, <laughs> you know. And I know there's a if saying you, that well, says you, you know. put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. If with you just lipstick, raise your pinky, right, right then okay. you're fancy business. It, it, it changes, does it change the taste of the flavor in your cup? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it takes your old uh, Starbucks mug and makes it fine china well, when you lift there you your go. pinky. Well, I some people, you know, like some people will add a little extra something, a little brown sugar to this or to that to kind of sweeten things up a little more or they'll to their coffees and their little cinnamon, you know, and do their own little home kind of recipe thing at, uh, from your coffee, right from your, your coffee maker, as opposed to a four or five dollar creation somewhere that just kind of dumps a bunch of stuff in a cup and I hope you like it. Here you go. We'll just go put a whipped topping on there and, <laughs> and uh, oh, well, don't forget your straw. But I think that, I think dressing it up at home is always a good thing when you can Well, I think we found, and it might be different for us because we have traveled on the road full time for so many years that we ate out and everything we did was out yeah. because we weren't home for so long that now that we are, I think we're enjoying all the things that can only be done at home right and so we like to eat at home we like to cook at home we like to uh, make our iced coffee at home we don't go out and get our coffees out like we used to because we can do it at home yeah and it's so affordable not do we just have a keurig or a coffee maker or espresso machine but literally everything you can get now at the grocery store to make your stuff at home Mm -hmm. and it's to me it's like why would we eat out it's tasty here yeah well and you know think about this when you go out to the garden and there's some little cherry tomatoes out there and they're ripe and they're ready and you can pick it and you you eat it 
it tastes different than the ones you it get does. in the counter on the in the at the store it in does. the cartons. It does for some reason. I don't know if it's the modifications that have happened over the years or whatever, or just the just fruit of a, your labor. It's just well, I don't, and I don't even know that it's because you you know you planted them. I mean, I dug up some ground and you planted them. So if there's labor involved, that I would say, oh, it tastes so much better to me that way. But I can literally physically taste the difference. You it's weeded saltier. Them it's yeah. more robust. It just has a better flavor. I'm down with that. You know? I agree with that. So, I totally do. I don't know. You know, store-bought versus homegrown. I mean, I'll choose homegrown if I can. That's just kind of the season in life where we're at yep. right now. And Robin said it really good last week. She said, you know, eating out is just not as fun as it used to be. Mm, and yeah. I and we true. agree with that. That's so. true. Tim yeah. says the duck eggs are, are they're more rich than a regular egg. Ah, yeah. I would I would believe that. Well, duck meat is is it tends to taste a little richer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. Well, yeah. Listen to us. We, we act like we know what we're talking about. Educated. <laughs> How about a little news we can use? I would love that. Want to introduce know, that segment? Yeah, I do, do want so to well. introduce that segment because you guys know that if you watch your 24-hour news channels, you're going to be pretty disappointed by about hour two. And so there's a lot of negative information being circulated. Some of it's true and some of it's not. But we really believe here on The Good Morning Show that you need positive current news that you can use for your life to bring encouragement and keep you on track, not only with the word of God, but with a fellowship of believers. And so this morning, Pastor Terry, once again, has dug around and found the news you can use. Take it away, Pastor Terry. All right. Hey, looking into the news you can use that you can talk with your friends. Students at Auburn University in Alabama are testifying that God is moving across their campus after hundreds of conversions and baptisms took place this past Friday. Now, they had a night of worship event held by the campus ministry outreach called Unite Auburn, and it took place at the Neville Arena Tuesday night and featured guest speakers, New York Times bestselling author Jenny Allen and pastor Jonathan Pakluda, and worship was led by Passion Music. Now I said that it was uh, that it happened on Friday. This was posted on Friday. This story was so uh, this last Tuesday, more than five thousand people attended the event, and uh, it was meant to bring the school's Christian ministry together. But in a post on Instagram, uh, Jenny Allen shared how a spontaneous baptism took place that evening. And here's some of their. Uh people cheering out there. She said, last night I finished a message at Auburn and was off stage and a student texted the pastor beside me and they wanted to be baptized tonight. So I went back on stage and I asked if anyone else wanted to trust Christ and to be baptized. All right. And dozens raised their hands, she added. Since there was no tub to get baptized in, the students went to a lake at Auburn's Red Barn. Now that's on campus there. And they circled the lake and six to ten of them were in the water baptizing hundreds. Jenny Allen said. Glory to God. And people surrounded the lake till almost midnight, hearing the stories of life change and shouting and cheering and praying together. And God is definitely moving and he isn't stopping, she said. And others at the event rejoiced in what God was doing amongst the students because it wasn't planned at all. And they think this was a spontaneous decision at the very end where they just said, you know what, let's just go for it. So Kristen Carr, an Auburn uh, Auburn student and journalist, told WFSA 12 that she had never witnessed something like that. Never in my life, she said. I was even talking to adults who were there, and they said they'd never witnessed anything like this. A revival is happening tonight in Auburn, and people are getting baptized at Red Barn with hundreds of people cheering them on. And uh, the uh, the campus uh, the, um, group there, Unite Auburn, posted this. They said um, they posted some photos from the event stressing that God is at work. They said, we're still speechless. And in awe of what God did last night, hundreds of students baptized, thousands cheered as they were raised from death to life. God is moving on Auburn's campus. And it doesn't stop here. Amen. Amen. Ooh, so, I'm overcome. Yeah. So how about that? There's some news you can use. Yeah, that's news you can use. You know, I think about all the things that we've read about this last last year, about people getting baptized and all the different things that have been happening on campuses and uh, the conferences and different things. It's just amazing to see how God is moving in this generation. we We have a stake in this, you guys. We're not too old. None of us 
to care about what's happening in the next generations. Yeah. And our son has a real call and anointing and burden on his life to see his generation one to the Lord. And he really has a ministry on the University of Kentucky campus. That's his heart right now because that's where the Lord has placed him. And um, when I see and hear these kind of reports, I'm like, you're doing it, God. You're yeah. answering yeah. our prayers. Absolutely. You are saving this generation and you're raising them up up to be leaders of your church hallelujah That's you guys right. this is this is what we've been praying for this is what we've waited to see um, we want to see them go and and succeed in the in the spirit of god so hallelujah absolutely sorry absolutely no it's quite I apologize. all right i never i just i'm overwhelmed because i know the holy spirit i could just sense the holy spirit in that video in these pictures i'm just moved yeah. Yeah, no, the news you can use, this is designed so that you can talk to other people about things that are happening in current events that maybe they haven't heard about. It helps us to open the door to be able to talk freely about Jesus yeah. and about Amen. how he's moved in your life and it will give them permission to believe yeah. and, and to trust the same. That's authentic when it's spontaneous like that and it's not a setup and wow, yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Whew, so, thank you so much so for that news you could use. You, <laughs> you always do such a good job. Robin, uh, excuse me, Warren wants to see the chicken rear oh yeah he said he started to show the chicken and he had to get out and look at another truck suspension can so y'all can see, see that turn it uh, turn it towards your desk turn the behind end this way all the way keep going there you go there there's a little you can see little, this little light of mine shining the, it's a night light and the chicken has an egg coming out of its tiny <laughs> and um it's light up <laughs> So it's yeah, a nightlight. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> he said you can't see the bulb. Yeah, where it's sitting. It's out of camera view. So. Yeah. But sorry. Uh, but yeah. So. Ah, How Rick Grable says amen about the uh, Auburn, uh, the baptisms and all that stuff, and yes. God being on the move. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome from Warren. Yeah, for sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hey, you guys. I want to finish out the show this morning with a couple um, get to know you questions. Okay, we still got about ten minutes left. Oh, so am we'll I get, jumping the gun? We'll do that in just a little bit. How about that? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we got ten minutes left. I do want to talk about. I, I haven't seen Master Pastor Yoda on here this morning. Well, he's got a life and I a job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know he does. It's not like he just lives to be on the Good Morning no, Show. No, with no, us. no, no, uh, no. But uh, often we'll we'll see and hear from him. So, well, this this uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow is. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Tomorrow is National IT Professionals Day. Oh. That's why I was kind of saving this one and thinking, because annually on the third Tuesday in September, National IT Professionals Day honors the often overlooked but wise and valuable geeks of the world we all rely on to help us stay connected. And a, a company called SolarWinds, a provider of powerful and affordable IT management software, created National IT Professionals Day in March 2015. But the IT, the information technology professional, is the unsung hero of modern business. I mean, think about it. How many times has your computer gone down or your internet's not working right or a network or something where you work or at your church or whatever, and you're like, man, I just sure wish I knew somebody who is an IT professional. And we are blessed to have our very own IT professional, Master Pastor Yoda Ben Hill at River City Hope Church. And so we, uh, we honor you. Uh, for all the work that you do, not only for people out there in businesses, but also for the wisdom and insight that you bring to help keep the con the uh, continuation of the kingdom of God going. And you know what? He's even gone as far as being on a three-way call to help um, Pastor other, Richard Johnson down other in, pastors in, yeah, in our district and different places. So you can thank your um, your IT professional if you know one. And 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 here's a way that it's a creative way that you can do it. Here's an online post for you. If you're on social media, just type if you can read this today thank an IT professional <laughs> okay because they obviously kept things going that's good <clears throat> the other one that's fun that'll be for tomorrow that everybody can do is it's national talk like a pirate day did you know that um I've we've yes yes I didn't know when it was but it's, I know it's a thing it's it's tomorrow it's September 19th is talk like a pirate day and that's why I said Pastor Roger Randall's uh uh, picture reminded Thumbnail. me of that. Yep. Yeah, uh, as you're out and about tomorrow, don't be surprised if you hear people saying "Ahoy, matey" or "Avast" or "Aye, aye, Captain," "Land ho," "Hornpipe," oh you know, oh my goodness. and many other pirate-like phrases because it's International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Here, have some fun when you're going through the drive-through. Uh, just ask if they have change for gold bullion. Uh. 
or test your pirate language out in the library when you're looking for the location of Moby Dick or, you know, just fun little things like that. Uh, but but be, be aware, don't call your boss any of these, you know, frothy pirate kind of names. I mean, the goal of the day is not, day is not to lose your job. That's for sure. <laughs> and here's a couple of FAQs for you for Talk Like a Pirate. Are there other talking days on the calendar? Yes, there are. Two of them are National Talk Like Shakespeare Day and Talk in an Elevator Day. Just fun stuff. And if you're trying to figure out what your pirate name should be, here's a creative way to create it. All right, pick a color, choose an animal, and name a profession. Put steps one, two, and three together to create your name. Like, for example, Blue, Clam, and Dancer. And your pirate name is Blue Clam Dancer. I am a pink chicken baker. Pink chicken baker. <laughs> I just named it. Oh, that. that's a good one. Thank you. So National Pirate Day tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. And uh, Roger says, uh, show your light, not your hiney. Right? That's that's, that's the chicken light. That's show almost, the chicken light, not your hiney. That's almost biblical. Uh, <laughs> Warren said he wondered what it looked like. Pastor and, Rick uh, says that our IT yes. professional, Ben, doesn't just do good at IT, but he's also a great drummer. Yes, and he, he is, is an awesome worshiper. And an encourager to, yeah, to do. Sure. Yeah. And our we are the pirates who don't do anything. That's right. Little Veggie Tales reference there. That's, That's good. Funny. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh, you know, thank your IT professional and maybe maybe do it in a pirate voice just to kind of combine the two, right? Yeah. All right. Sometimes the National Day calendar gets a little far out there and this may be one of those days. Well, it's fun. I'm sorry. What, yes. what, because I'm sure if we did a joke of the day, you know you'd have to come through with a pirate joke somewhere in there. Probably. But yeah. Probably. All right. So getting to know you, what do you want to... Uh, what do you well, want to this is the time in our show where we end up with a question. The question is randomly chosen by you, actually. And you'll pick a number between 1 and probably 198-ish. And with that number, there's a question associated, but none of us know what it is. When you post the number, we pick the question associated associated with your number we answer the question and then we have you answer the question and all of us get to know each other a little bit better it strengthens our relationship and sometimes shows some weird flaws in all of our lives <laughs> so pick a number this morning if you would please between one and 198 one and 198 and we're going to pick the question associated with that number and we'll all randomly be shocked at the answer that's right and so, Warren uh, says on yep. Facebook, you used to be able to choose pirate for language and it would change your words. You know, I remember I, that. Yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Roger says pink chicken will get you salmonella. Thanks, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Always so helpful with your tips. Uh, I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. 1 and 198. Who's got a number for us this morning? 1 and 198. And we will pick the question associated with that number. We will make sure that you get to see the question and then we'll read the question and then we'll answer right. the question and it's going to be awesome. On that note, while we're waiting for a number in 1783 tomorrow, talking about this sounds like a setup for a joke, but uh, the, the sheep, duck, and a rooster were sent up in a hot air balloon. They were the first living creatures into the air in a basket and a balloon, a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. And they landed safely three minutes later. And centuries later during the space race, humans would launch animals into space too. But that happened in 1783 tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. 34. Number, number 34, 34 from Pastor Rick Grable. All right. Oh, well, speaking of, all right, a little history related right here. When is the most interesting period in history? I hands down believe it was the time of Christ when yeah, Jesus was yeah, walking yeah, the yeah, earth, yeah. God in man form, flesh, walking the earth, ministering, loving, teaching, absolutely changing and transforming the world by his very presence here. Mm, yeah, yeah. I would have to agree the same, especially after our trip to Israel. That really opened Woo! my eyes to all the history. It wasn't yep. just stories in a book anymore. Right. And it made me realize that something really did happen over there in the Middle East, and it was really significant in really everybody's lives uh, forever. Really so special. for you guys, answer that question. When is the most interesting period in history? I think Rick Grable is, is also agreeing, agreeing saying the, the time of Jesus. The time of Christ. Mm. Yeah, so good. Although I think like Civil War era time is, is fairly interesting as well. Um, yeah, it gives us something us locally. Answer. It gives us something locally here in the United States to relate to, doesn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Um, but, and like Laura Ingalls Wilder time when she like, you know, did all the things and wrote the books and lived like that, you know, farm yeah. life or whatever. Yep. Um, hard, I think probably a pretty hard time. But yeah. anyways, what do you guys think? Is, it, is this thing on? Are you guys alive? Are you there? Tell us. Let us know what you think is an interesting time in history. Yeah. And maybe uh, that would be... Well, let's see, number 34. We don't have any other numbers. So uh, if, 
We got two minutes left. You guys want another question? Maybe you're like, I don't know about any interesting times in history. Give me another question. If you got a number, give us one between one and 190. 185. How about that? That's uh, once you're between one and 185. And also I'll remind you about Thursday Night Live, which is going to be our next show coming up Thursday night, the 21st, our new time of 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Central. Thursday Night Live is always a fun time because it gives us a time to wind down in the evening. A lot of times at the Good Morning Show, we're waking up with y'all and getting the morning started. And this is our little special treat to uh, kind of hang out together for the end of a day. Okay. Sorry, I was distracted for a moment. Okay. Number two. Number two. MK says number two. All right. Here is the question for our final uh, getting to know you question today. What has taken you the longest to get good or decent at? Cooking. Cooking. Mm -hmm. I am not a natural cook or baker, and that's something I've been working at my whole... Like I started, my first job was baking at 14, and Mm -hmm. I learned, and I've been spending my whole life since that point trying to learn how to cook better and bake better and it is taking a long time and still i'm really don't get it right i'm I'm not batting a great average sometimes so that's something i work real hard at yeah yeah i think for me um it's taking me a long time to get good or decent at uh, being a morning person I've been a night person, you know, a night owl owl for so long, most of my life, you know, playing in the clubs and the bars in the early years and just staying up late. It always seemed like I got more done at nighttime. I don't know why. Uh, That was probably it. And now I'm getting up and going out and greeting the chickens, you know, trying to get up when the chickens are getting up. And I I made that comment yesterday, you know, we're literally getting up with the chickens now. And so that's fun. Um, So it's taken me a while to get to this place. And that's a good one. And that's self-awareness. I mean, um, MK says cooking for her also. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Roger says still on his faith walk. He's practicing at getting good at his faith. And apart from working on that, that, uh, his guitar, guitar. his Mm -hmm. guitar, that's good. Boy, it's good to know that. Yeah. Angie says there's too many. (laughs) 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 Well, we don't have to all be perfect or good at everything or something, but it's good that we put efforts towards something. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, it's that time. It's been wonderful to be with you. I love starting our week with you. I love starting Monday morning with you. You guys have encouraged me, and I hope we've done the same for you. We love you guys absolutely, so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. You matter to God, so you matter to us. That's why we like hanging out with y'all and to just be able to encourage. Don't forget Thursday Night Live, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central this week, coming up on the 21st. We look forward to seeing you all then. Until then, have a great week. Don't forget, talk like a pirate tomorrow and uh, have fun with that. And, and appreciate your IT professional. And appreciate those who have served uh, in the Air Force today on its birthday. So bless you guys. We love you. Talk to you soon. Bye Bye. for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.